This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi, my name is Steve. You're listening to Bible Toolbox on Cape Pulpit. I started a series on promises that God made to us. And my question is always the same. Do you know what God has promised you? In your, in your walk of faith, do you know what he's promised you? How rich are his promises? I mean, if we don't know what they are, how can we claim them? This is the question that we have in our lives today. So I started looking at the promises that God made to every Christian, and I found some astounding things, some things that really, really made me think a lot deeper. Another promise that God has made you is about the Word, the Word, okay? Now, John chapter 1, verse 1, you know what it says. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Of course, he's talking about logos in Greek. He's talking about Christ, okay? He was there at the beginning with everything, and he held, he was there at creation, right? So what does the Word mean to you and me today? Is it just a concept, or does it mean something? Well, Paul wrote to a young minister uh, in the during the first century, and this is his second letter to Timothy, chapter 3, 16 and 17. This is what Paul wrote. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Wow. And that short statement there, there's a lot of things that that we kind of skip over. We know, I'm sure most of you know this scripture. You've heard it before, and maybe you've even heard, heard uh, teaching on this. But there's a couple of things that really, really gets under my skin because I haven't, I haven't done everything that's supposed to be in this. It says, these things equip you for every good work. When they says every good work, does that imply that there's more than one work? Every good work? Everything that you do, everything that you do to serve God? Yes, I believe so. And he says, the scripture is there, the word is there. For what? For teaching. Well, you know what teaching is. You teach your children almost every day, don't you? You've tried to raise them in the right way. You've tried to show them a good example. Sometimes they don't do what you ask them to do, but they're called teenagers. That's what teenagers do. They have their own mind, right? I'm a grown-up now. I'm not going to make the mistakes that my parents made. I know what I'm doing. I'm in control. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. I did the same thing when I was growing up. You know, when I was 14, I thought I had the stupidest father in the world, really. I mean, the guy, Stephen, have you done this? Stephen, what about that? Stephen, but they'll come on. You know, my life just doesn't center around what you want me to do. I thought he was the dumbest father I ever had. Two years later, when I was 16, I was amazed to find out how much he had learned in those two years. Yeah, teaching. We teach our kids every day. We teach our kids. I hope you do. I hope you take this responsibility in your life to teach your kids every day about our salvation. The word is also there not only for encouragement. It's all to rebuke and correct. Okay, that part we don't like, rebuking and correcting. We don't like that part, do we? Because it sets us on the right path. 
If you're on the wrong path and you keep wandering on the wrong path, <laughs> you're going to get lost. You know, sometimes when I fly back to America, I, um, I fly through different countries because I'm curious about what they're like. And in every major city that I've flown through, and I've been to places like Istanbul, uh, London, uh, Copenhagen, places like that, every time I've been, I've launched out on my own and gotten lost. You know, I think I know, well, I'll just go down here. You know, I've been walking this way, right? I know the hotel is over there somewhere or the place that I'm staying is over there somewhere. I'll just take a shortcut and go through here. And you find out you're lost. It doesn't look the same. The places don't look the same. I even walked by a hotel two or three times and didn't recognize it, although it was, that's where I'm supposed to be staying. So what's the only solution? Well, in my experience, being lost in any major city is you have to turn around and retrace your steps. Okay, you have to be careful. That means you have to be aware of where you are, but you have to be careful and you have to go back to where so you can say, okay, now I'm back to the place where I think I went wrong. I'm going to do this. I'm going to pay more attention to what I'm doing. This is what the Word does. The Word isn't there to slap you and to punish you every time you do something wrong. That's not what the Word is here for. The Word is saying, listen, here's a warning sign, okay? Don't speed. Don't sin. Don't, you know, the warning signs are there. That's what the Word does. If you do this, if you do this, if you continue sinning, if you continue being lost, you will truly be lost. That's what the Word says. However, if you return to God, if you come back to the fold, if the shepherd brings the sheep back to the fold, then you will be safe. So the Word there is the, the Word of God, which is Christ, is there for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. In other words, all these elements are there, good, good elements and elements we don't like. They're all there so that we can be trained and equipped for righteous works. That's what to do. Now, you might say to yourself, well, you know, I, you know, I would like to serve. I would like to do something. I, would I, have, I think I, I'd like to do some kind of work, some kind of service in God's name. But, you know, I can't really speak in public. I can't really uh, pray in public. I can't really do this. I, I don't have a good voice. I can't sing and everything. You know, every Christian has a work. Every Christian should have a work. You know, after the feeding of the 5,000, remember the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. After Christ fed everybody, he sent his disciples out to fetch what was left over. And believe me, there were, if people could eat for free, there wouldn't have been many leftovers. But there was a lot of leftovers. That's how you know the, the miracle was successful. How, much, how many leftovers were left that came back? Twelve baskets. Twelve baskets full of food. One for each disciple. What's in your basket? Maybe you should be a prayer warrior. You don't like to be in public. You don't like to speak in public. Be a prayer warrior. Be hours in prayer for those who really need strengthening and uplifting. Be an encourager. Have a cup of tea with a Christian who is sick or ill or something, or maybe they're bedridden. Some of the simple things. Sometimes a smile can be a service to God. Just a smile. But if you don't give it, you can't serve. So Paul is saying, listen, all the scripture, the whole word is there for you. It's for your training, correcting, and teaching, lifting you up so that you're now thoroughly equipped 
for any work that God has given you to do. That is a promise God has made to you and God has made to me. Very rich promise. Wow. What else does God promise us? Well, if you look at the second letter to the church in Thessalonica, chapter 3 and verse 3, this is what Paul writes to the Christians there. He writes, But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. Wow. What does this mean? We're never going to get hurt? Does this mean we're never going to get robbed? Does this mean we're never going to get taunted and mocked? Is that what this means? No, that doesn't mean that. It means that God sees you and will give you his strength. God sees you and what you're going through, and he knows the limits of what you can stand. Okay? He will protect you from the evil one. He will protect you from the evil one. Doesn't mean you get a free pass. There's no get out of jail free card in Christianity. Things will happen. Will bad things happen to you and me? Yes, it will. Talk to anybody. Talk to anybody that's a little bit older than you. Somebody with snow on the top, on the you know, little white hair. Okay, they have white hair. Ask them about the tough times they went through and what they did and how God protected them. Okay, that protection is a spiritual protection to guard you and keep you safe for your promise of a home with Christ. Doesn't mean the bad things are not never going to happen to you. Okay, it means you have protection from the evil one. Wow. What else did God promise us? Maybe there's something else that would help us try to understand how we have stability in our life. Is, is your life stable? Are you, doing what, are you doing okay? Maybe by the world standards, you're not. But by God's standards, well, let's have a look. You have your Bibles, Matthew 28, verse 20. You know, I'm sure you know exactly what the scripture says. And surely, I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is Jesus speaking. He's just commissioned his disciples, and he said, Go into all the world. Preach, teach, and baptize in my name. That's what he says. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. That's the commission. And the last thing that Christ says to them is, Don't worry about yourselves. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'm with you to the very end of the age. Age is he talking about? I mean, time. This is not talking about time. What we're living in the last times. After Christ rose from the dead and he went back to the Father, we are waiting for his return. This is the final chapter. We are living during the end times. When will the world end? I don't know. The Bible says only God the Father knows, not the angels in heaven. Nobody else knows, only God the Father. So we're living till the end of the age, and the age, my brothers and sisters, will end one day. The only question you have to ask yourself is, are you ready? Are you ready? Be blessed. My name is Steve. Thank you so much for listening. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.